welcome everyone to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Movies. My name is Ian. Why, hello, Ian. How are you today? Oh, that's oh, so Kelly, nice. By the way. Oh, see, then you ruined it. <laughs> Let's try that again. Welcome everyone to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Movies. My name is Ian. Why, hello, Ian. How are you doing today? And I'm Kelly, by the way. There we go. See, it all works out. We'll fix it in post. Like we always do. <laughs> so, Kelly, would you like to tell everyone why we're doing the movie that we're doing this week? Nope. <laughs> um, We're doing this movie because you've been bitching about wanting to do this movie since we started the show. And I, like a good person, am letting you finally do this. I figured rip the Band-Aid off and hopefully it won't bleed too much. Yeah, not exactly the reason. Are you sure? The reason. Mm-hmm. So you're yep. not going to take the high road and actually tell everyone why we're doing this movie? Because you've been bitching about it since we started the show. Oh, Kelly. I cannot. No, no. We can't verify because I didn't I go verified. back. I so verified. Oh, oh. I verified. After you pussied out and didn't go back because you knew you were wrong, yeah, I. Four people and they're like, no, she totally smiles twice. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Even though I, I knew it already. So. No, I don't, no oh, doubt. All no, matters. I knew it already. All I wanted there. But because I am a gentleman. That's it. I went back and I watched it again. And of course, in the movie Get Out, hopefully people got a chance to listen to the episode. If you didn't, hopefully you saw the movie and Great you'll know movie. what we're talking about. Yeah. The one thing that we bet on was that the girl Rose in the movie smiles both times she's being choked in the original ending and the alternate ending. Of course, I was right. I am always right. The show is named after me, the right person. Notice how notice how I'm not getting any apology. I'm not getting any, Ian, you are right. No, I like to pretend. The problem is you're just so used to saying it that it just becomes That's habit. It. Yep. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just implied that the cow down and begging and I'm on my knees while I do the show is how this normally works out. You know, we can't hear you laugh there, killer. Oh, Wow, you're going to throw that one back in my face? Yeah, I am. I'll make sure to get you new knee pads someday. Oh. Oh, shit, son. Oh, good times. All right. So people. So let's talk about why we're watching a 43 on Rotten Tomatoes versus a 90-something, I believe. Yeah, weird. Just like I told you, multiple people were very, very excited to hear that we're doing She's the Man. Yeah. Many people were really happy that we aren't doing Wonder Woman. Well, that's because we have to sit through 90% of slow-mo, but she is hot. I was told 60% slow-mo. It'll feel like 90%. Well, exactly. And that's the thing. Yes, she is and hot. it's all about how it feels, ladies. It's all about how it feels. That's true. Yeah. I'm told. <laughs> Good. You agree with me on this fact. Good. Awesome. I was told this weekend, too, that the lead actress from Wonder Woman allegedly is a terrible person as well. Oh, actually, yeah, no, I heard that too. Now, I have not done my research, and that's why we're not going to get into it here, but maybe someday if Wonder Woman comes out on On Demand or something where we don't really have to pay for it. Netflix. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Maybe we can get into, allegedly, what a terrible person she is. Oh, you're not even hitting on the most important point. Thanks to Fox News, did you know that Wonder Woman, the actress, is an American? Which, if you follow Wonder Woman, the comic book, she's not American either. She's an Amazonian, but good job, Fox News. The daughter of Zeus, right? Yep. This is DC back in the day, so their writing was even worse in the comic books than the movies are now. 
Wonder Woman's a terrible character. I don't even know why she would get a movie, and I'm pretty sure the reason why the Rotten Tomato score is so high is because people are too afraid to say anything bad about it because it's a woman-centered Because you're a movie. sexist, clearly. Damn it, Kelly. You weren't supposed to say that out loud. You're supposed to say allegedly. Well, I mean, it's hard to say it down here on my knees, but we've already established as I look up at you in your epic co-hostingness. But you know what, Kelly, though? That is your superpower. It's true. <laughs> Multitasking. Yeah, I want to make some joke about why you don't talk as much on the show. <laughs> <laughs> because I use teeth when I'm distracted. Oh, my goodness. Not like the movie, right? No. Oh, geez. Depends on my mood. All right, that just scared me again. I'm good. I hope sure. people are getting all of these inside jokes that we're making based on previous episodes yeah, of the show. Yeah, because you should be paying attention, and you'd be getting most of this. That is very true. They should be. True. But yes, we can say a lot more about Wonder Woman, but I swear to you that so many people have told me, no matter what the Rotten Tomato score reading is, that sure, it is probably the best DC movie in a long time, but it does not deserve that rating. It wasn't very good. So this is Ghostbusters all over again. I think so. Okay. But I mean, good for them, I guess. Maybe we'll see it sometime on On Demand or something, and I'll have to take back all these things I said, but I just can't believe it because the trailers are so incredibly bad. And it's, uh, I will only pay to see Chris Pine as Captain Kirk, so there's that. I don't know. You were totally willing to pay if you won the bet, so. Well, yeah, duh. Yeah, duh. That's different. I'm I'm paying towards watching you suffer, A, awesome, Uh Possibly what could be amazing more shit DC trailers of some sort. <laughs> Aquaman. Um, you, you know, there's all these other and I get popcorn in the middle. Like it's a win, win, win. Look, if you want to watch me suffer, just tag out life sometime. Ah. See what I did there? Yeah. Pretty was, good, right? That was awesome. Thank yeah. you very much. Mm, warm and fuzzies. It's like goth talk. Oh. Mm. All right, anyway. Kelly. Stop stalling. Yep. It's time to get to the movie that everyone's been waiting for us to do. Right. The the one 2006 Channing Tatum movie that I watched, right? Yeah. No, Step Up. Step Up also came out in 2000s. I wouldn't know, nor do I care. You've been trying to pimp me out to watch that other stupid Step Out one, too. Yeah, because that one's funnier. Yeah, well, duh. Because it's <laughs> the only one that I saw on HBO, and I was like, rival dance battles? This looks yes. awesome. And it was so, absolutely hilarious. Stay tuned, people. More Dancing Tatum. No, he's not in the third one. I'm pimping Mike here. We have not done Magic Mike yet. Yeah, I'm definitely not doing that. Yeah. And you're never going to win a bet, so. Oh. <laughs> Hit me gonna... when I'm down. Down here on the floor. Redoing jokes over and over again already. Yeah. And we're like 10 minutes into the show. Yep. She is the man. She looks like Bieber. Yeah, I didn't get that. I will put up the photo to compare. Doing a twin movie with people that aren't twins is very difficult to pull off. Yeah, and I don't. I honestly didn't really see the resemblance. You guys have the same height and hair because she's wearing a wig. Yeah, and I guess you just have to play along with it because it's a dumb movie. Mm-hmm. Drinking helped. Helped me. What were you drinking? Cheer beer. Totally doing some My Cards Lemonade and uh, oh, maybe geez. some Smirnoff because you got to get in the mood for this kind of movie. So basically what you're saying is somehow you think that your taste in alcohol is better than your taste in movies? No, no, no. I was drinking in response to what this movie... Yeah, but you couldn't even out. choose good things to drink. Like It's like no, you're I'm a 15-year-old girl. Booze to, yeah, exactly. I'm going to waste <laughs> good booze to kind of get... No, the point is to get kind of get drunk at this movie and be like, eh, I should watch American Pie. Uh, I don't know, Kelly. I don't know how you didn't see 
how much fun it is to make fun of this movie. Yeah, no, it's it's gonna be fun. Let's let's dive right into this. Well, first off, I guess for people that don't know, it does star Amanda Bynes. Mm. And I checked her IMDB because allegedly she's a crazy person now, and I didn't really know that. So confirmed, I, actually. Oh, it's confirmed. Is she in like a mental institution? Um, she was under seven seventy two hour um hold after she hit two people with her car, and she was diagnosed as a schizophrenic. I did not know that. Yep. I also don't know pop culture stuff. Well, I hope she gets the help she needs. Apparently, she's doing better and might be making a comeback, even though there's nothing on the books in regards to that. Yeah, and she, she looks like uh, Gaga now. So this is very mm, altered kind of personality thing. Did she have a lot of plastic surgery? It looks bad. Oh, so it's like, who oh, was the yeah, girl? Anna Ferris too. Yeah, Anna Ferris had it. And didn't someone else go? Oh, Tara Reid. Didn't Tara Reid go crazy with that? Allegedly. I'm still saying allegedly with all this stuff because I have no yeah, idea. This is, all, this is all hearsay on our parts, but probably true. I don't care. Do whatever you want. Yeah, no, it's no. just that's not right. attractive to I mean, me. Any type of child star tends to go psychotic in some regards so i do feel bad at least for amanda Bynes because i grew up with her i was watching all that all the time and the amanda show and the amanda show yeah why would i not uh, bu- 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 okay look i watched degrassi i watched all that shit when i was growing up Aww. comic books and degrassi i was like why am i not having sex in high school oh yeah right comic books and degrassi. How does no one have pimples on tv what's up with that i didn't have pimples when i was growing up either yeah, but you're one of the... Never mind. Anyway, so we're, we're going to get back to... So Amanda Bynes is in this. And who else is in this? But well, before we go into that, I did want to mention, I did check her filmography on mm. IMDb. She hasn't mm. been in a film since 2010. Yep. So that's also a big thing to know because this came out in 2006, as Kelly, yep. you mentioned earlier. Yep. Okay. So there are a lot of good people in this movie, though. Mm-hmm. Channing Tatum. He's not yes. terrible. No. And I mean, it's the same year that Step Out came out. So this is... Kind of his debut year, I guess. So he hasn't been anything else before this, not that I can think of. He certainly didn't jack up for this movie, that's for sure. Yeah, but he wasn't jacked up in Step Up either. Like, that would that came later. I wouldn't know. Um, we have David Cross. Yep, a perfect Him. David Cross role. Yeah, pretty much. And by the way, when I first saw this movie, like a couple times, I never saw the beginning. So this is the first time I've ever seen the beginning. I thought they were in college. Yeah, it kind of comes off that way. It does not come up high school. Well, I mean, there's all, what, 28-year-olds playing high school kids, right. so that tends to happen. And then um, also, whatever. it's a private rich person school as well. Two. So I have no idea Cornwall and Illyria. Right. And yeah, I never grew up like that. So how would I know that that's what private school is like? Apparently in Jersey. So you got Channing Tatum, but then right. you get to two of my favorites, Jessica Lucas and one of the loves of my life, Amanda Crew. And what would these two be in? Because I did not recognize them at all. So Jessica Lucas was in Cloverfield. Oh, yeah. She was also in the Evil Dead remake. Okay. It was fine. And then I specifically always remember her from Friends with Benefits, which was a short-lived sitcom thing. Mm -hmm. It had one of the guys from Veronica Mars in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the other thing, which barely anyone knows, but I love this show. It went way before its time. But life as we know it. Yeah, and I've heard of those too. Seen neither, but okay. Yeah, that was a really, really good show. But it was one of those teen drama, like the kind of thing <gasps> you would see on late night CW. Fox or CW. Yeah, right, exactly. Right, right. So like One Tree Hill and a, yeah, okay. But they hit a little bit harder with their stuff, mm-hmm. which I think is why it didn't work because that show had Missy Peregrine in it, which is also who I fell in love with. Oh, okay. And then, of course, Miss Amanda Crew, who currently is in Silicon Valley. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
And then also... Wow, she looks much better now. Oh, see, I think she looks good all the time. But she was in one of the Final Destinations as like a side character. But then the often misplaced sex drive. (laughs) (laughs) You know one of the reasons why I enjoy that movie, right? No, please explain to the listening audience. The lead character's name is Ian. Oh, that helps. Pushes the fantasy a little bit more forward when they can actually say your name. Exactly. And there was actually a lot of really funny stuff in that movie. Yeah, no, Sex Drive is entertaining. We might do that movie at some point. That's an easy one, okay. We have to do Eurotrip first, but then we'll do Sex Drive. And we still haven't done Not Another Teen Movie. Yes, maybe these are all summer movies. (gasps) Ooh, Ooh. kick it off right. I know, right? So, lastly, you Mm. might know her from Charlie St. Cloud. Oh, yeah. I love her. She's beautiful. What can I say? Uh, and then Julie Haggerty, which I always know from Airplane, and she's been in a crap ton of other oh, stuff. Oh, tons of stuff. I think I saw something with her today from like New Girl or something. Really? Yeah, I think awesome. she was. I think she was married to Fonzie, and it was oh one of the God. guys that she was dating or whatever. I don't know. Oh, fun fact about Amanda Bynes: Ooh. also up for the role of Zoe Deschanel's character in New Girl. I'm glad they went with Zoe Deschanel. She was also up for the role as a fun summer movie that we're going to throw out there. Um, she was up at, for Elizabeth Swan in the first Pirates movies, too. I would have preferred her in that. You think so? Yeah, I also don't care about those movies, so she ruined it. I no, that's true. Yeah, that's a good. <laughs> They're already <Okay>. ruined. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Vinnie Jones is also in this movie. Right. And he plays a great soccer coach. Oh, right. Okay. You didn't know who that was until I just said that. No. How dare you oh my vinnie jones is the man way to back up that statement what else has he done well he was in euro trip okay lock stock and two smoking barrels snatch every guy Ritchie movie that was good mm, bullet okay. tooth tony no oh my goodness gracious yep so you're naming all these movies that either i've seen a shit time a long time ago or seen maybe once that's your problem not mine i know just not a standout for me Oh, Good character, Kelly. though. Yeah, it was. Yeah. He used to play professional soccer, too. Yeah, it kind of comes out that way. That or rugby. I can see that. All right, so we have the intros all done, correct? Yes. Also, this movie is based on an old Shakespeare play. Which is what this director is known for. Do you want to feel that one? Um, he also directed uh, 10 Things I Hate About You, which is a play on Taming of the Shrew. Wait, wait, wait. Was it written or directed? I don't know. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Right. We're still giving credit either way. And then what was the other one? Legally Blonde. Yeah. I always just remember 10 Things I Hate About You. Yeah. I might watch that later. So do you know the play? I don't. Me either. I wish we could be <laughs> all sophisticated and be like, oh, yeah, this is so. <laughs> it's pulling from this. Yeah. And it's loosely based. I mean, they, I guess, name the high schools the same as the towns in the story. And then Duke's name, his last name or whatever, was the lead guy in it. I don't know. Something like that. Look, I do a little bit of research. I just didn't have time to read the fucking play. Yeah, no. Well, good to know. But I did know The Taming of the Shrew and I knew all that crap. That but is true. this one, not so much. But what I do like a little bit more in this movie, at least, is it is kind of centered around soccer. Yes. So the movie... They decide, they decide to pick a high school sport. And as opposed to being football in America, they decided to go with football in a European sense. That's right. So, so is that how all soccer tryouts are and stuff? Because it's kind of hot. Yeah, I'm going to talk about all that in a second. Shirts and skin. Oh, my. Yeah, first of all, that doesn't happen. That well, should happen. No, it should Because I'm sexist like that. And that you are happen. sexist. Yeah, that's right. They would never <laughs> do that in a girl's team. He's not a piece of meat. They can do that in a girl's team. I'm fine with that, too. Let's do the equal opportunity, ladies. 
Shirts and skins. You're technically not topless with pasties, just saying. Technically, you're correct, Kelly. You're always technically correct. Well, yeah, that's how you get around the law with technicalities. Yes, because you know so much about breaking the law. No, I know how to get around the law. That's a whole statement. I don't think that makes any (laughs) sense. Not breaking, it's bending. My question is, Kelly, I know you drank while watching the movie. Did you drink before the show? Well, I just got done with the movie. So, yeah, we're having a great time right now. Oh, (laughs) this is Mike's Heart Lemonade, Kelly. Okay. Just a 12-pack. You're fine. Let's do this. A 12-pack of Mike's? That's how you get buzzed on Mike's. Do you know how much fucking sugar? (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, I'm going to be wired until probably three. That's about to say. Whatever. I'm not working Monday. Woohoo! Oh, you're one of the lucky ones. Okay. So the movie starts out with a beat soccer scene, which was pretty terrible and really was trying to show that she knows what she's doing while playing soccer. But I did read that she trained for like two months with a professional soccer trainer or something like that. She's absolutely terrible at soccer. Yeah, it's not technical in what moves she's trying to do, but it feels so misjointed and not natural or flowy that it stands out pretty horrible yeah at one point Channing Tatum who's also on the soccer team which we'll get to he's teaching her how to play and he's teaching her the most simple things also something that he would never ever teach anyone like how to do these weird sidekicks and everything and not even teaching her the right way to do it I guess maybe it's not fair I played soccer since I was three so Mm -hmm. I know what they're supposed to be doing and that certainly Mm -hmm. is not (laughs) what they're supposed to be doing yeah, you know, well, they had to have him teach. There was some sort of back and forth in this that we'll get to. So she has to apparently learn something to get off second string. I guess they don't cut people in high school soccer where they're from. No, no, no. Not if you pay to go to the school. You're not off the team. You just don't play. Yeah, you're second string. But then second string also means you can sub in normally. Just so you know, Kelly, and maybe you don't, Mm. soccer is played with 11 v. 11. Oh, interesting. So there was no way that they ever filmed 11 people playing the game. All right, then. But anyways. So this is also technically a romantic movie, a romantical movie. This is a teen movie. This is not a romantic movie. A romantic teen teen movie. Politics is what this is. And gender bending at its best. Well, it's a good thing that this movie came out in 2006 because all she would have had to do now in 2017 is just tell them that she self-identifies as a man, right? Or just use Title IX, which we've had since the 70s. Explain. Title IX is stating that women in sports and in uh, public settings, uh, meaning not in a private based, because like all professional teams are technically privately owned, which is how they get around this rule, as publicly funded, um, you must allow there to be either women to play on a male team or adequately supply so there can be a woman's team. Women can play sports? No. Okay. But they like to pretend they can, just like they think they can be cops and firefighters, but they can't do that. Oh, Kelly's going to get all the hate mail. Yay. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) Uh, It's just every female cop that I've personally come across, um, I tower over and I feel like I could probably kick their ass. I don't know why everyone who's 5'2 thinks that they can do this. You can't. Hold on a second. And I don't even know why I'm standing up for women here. This is fun. (laughs) Yeah, this is is good. I like this trade-off. So I tower above most men. And I can kick the ass of most men, but that doesn't mean that that I should be a police officer or that I shouldn't respect or listen to a police officer. Okay. Point yeah, proven. Bam, no, no. bam, bam. 
but I feel more comfortable if I'm, I'm stuck a in a now. burning building and you go running in there. I'm more I'm more comfortable that you're probably actually going to be able to carry my ass out versus some five two little chick. Physically, maybe you're more physically able to do it. Maybe she's Jack though. Like Mighty Mouse. This is a Mighty Mouse scenario. Most I mean, sure. If you want to make a 1950s reference, I'm mean, sure. well, you know, <laughs> I'm old school. Hence, why women shouldn't be cops and firefighters. <laughs> Where should they be, Kelly? You know what? Let's just blow up the show right now. Where should women be? They can do anything else, just not the physical shit. Oh, my God. It's so funny because somehow on every show, we always do find a way for me to disagree with you. No matter what. Even on the like joke end-wise. It's like you would expect me to be making these jokes. Instead, you're making serious statements that I have to be like, oh, no. This is all joking. We like to play a facade here on the Ian Hates Movies show. I'm so glad you remembered the title of the show. Shut up. (laughs) Yes, people. I'm I'm very proud of the 12. Continue. We do play characters sometimes on this show. Most times. So in this case... Kelly is playing a self-hating sexist <laughs> woman. <laughs> That's real life. Um, sometimes it bleeds through. Art imitates life, imitating yes. art, imitating what life. It <laughs> it's all about empowerment. Anyway. If you want to say this, if you want a semi-true statement that will probably Ooh. get people pissed off. Sweet. I have had many a girlfriend challenge me. Kick your ass. Okay. Oh, no, no. <laughs> challenge me to sporting events. Why would you know? I know. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, no man should challenge me to sporting events. That's they're, true. They're it's fun to watch, win. though. I can tell you. Yes, Ooh. that is fun. But yes, with girls doing that, I know it's cute and everything, but then it always it starts cute, and then they start taking it seriously, and then they get mad when they lose. So maybe I'm just looking for that girl that can finally beat me in something. Date smarter women who aren't stupid enough to I, challenge you to a physical sport. I stand by that I have only dated smart women. Then again, sex is a physical sport, and I'm pretty sure some people go, hmm. anyway. Oh, look, people can beat me in sex. That's <laughs> <You can say. laughs> <laughs> No, Kelly, I always finish first. <laughs> yes, good to know. Sometimes the old jokes are the best. Yes, they are. Mm-hmm. Gotta go to the classics. <laughs> but now, Kelly. So we're, we're talking about transgenders here, right? That's what this movie's about? I don't think you're allowed to say that word anymore. Oh, I don't know the whole, what is it, the GBQH57, what's what's the thing now? No, honestly, I I think you're not allowed to say that. Oh, shit, I don't know either. See? See, now we're going to get a lot of people being like, oh, you're supposed to say this, you're supposed to say this. I have no idea. So we're going to play ignorance on this uh, particular What? Well, I, I don't know this. what to call anyone anymore. I don't know what <laughs> hey, my... you. <laughs> I still remember... <laughs> human over there. But then someone would be like, no, I'm not human. Prove it. Yeah, well, well, we'll get to that scene, by the way, in this movie. Awesome. So I forget who the comedian is because I haven't seen them around for like a long, long time. They might not even be in comedy anymore. They made a joke a long time ago about being like, hey, I don't know what I'm supposed to fill out in a form. Like, I guess I'm Caucasia. I can't wait to visit the mother country. (laughs) And I always thought that was well done because I have no idea what that means. Nor do I care. I don't give a shit. So wait. I mean, we can technically go way back old school. So is this when all the continents were just one massive lump? What was that called? The Land Before Time? No, there was an actual name. No, I, Europa. Europa. We're getting off on so many tangents here. So much I don't think we're going to be talking about people. I think you can say transgender. You're just not supposed to say trans something. I don't know. But that's also 
not part of this movie anyway. So why'd you bring it up? (laughs) Once again, this is Kelly's fault. Yep. You're welcome, world. I bring my depravity to you. Amanda Bynes' character, Viola, has a brother, a twin brother named Sebastian. She's dating the goalkeeper for the Cornwall high school team. That she apparently is going to this high school. And she's at least on the girls team. Right. But somehow, before school even starts, they show up dressed in all their stuff, ready to practice. But then someone comes running and tells them that the girls team has been eliminated due to budget cuts. Now, when she walks up, I want to say there's at least seven other girls walking up with her. Yeah, one's Amanda Crew. The other one is Jessica Lucas. They're the two main, her main friends. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. They're, yeah, but there still was a decent crowd behind. Like, there was more than just the three of them. Oh, for sure. So, what, you guys couldn't get, like, three more people to sign up? Like... No, no, no. It got cut based on the budget, not that they didn't oh, have okay. enough people. Have yeah, that's not how high school right. sports work either. <laughs> but the other okay. thing that didn't make sense, again, is that someone would have had to tell them that. Like, they would have a coach and trainers and an assistant coach and a lot of things that would give them official uniforms. But also, why would you show up in official uniforms to practice? That also doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't remember ever showing up in uniform to practice. I know we're being very, very technical, but those are the kind of things that I look at because this movie now doesn't have any continuity to it. So they go over to the guys team that's practicing and talk to the coach there. And he's like, yeah, I heard. Sorry, too bad. And then the team comes over and her boyfriend is there and she starts talking about wanting to try out for the boys team. And then this gets into how her boyfriend is a misogynist, apparently, and goes, "Uh um, I didn't say any of those things that you're saying because she states that she's better than half the players on the team that he agreed with when they were making out on the beach. Yeah. Is it misogynist or just a liar? You can throw the M word in there because because you're defending a whole gender because you don't want her to play for your team. Yeah, I always thought it was weird anyways, because I guess I didn't go to, and I went to multiple high schools, but I didn't go to a high school that had intergender teams. Yeah, I'm no, no I don't, that is not an experience for me either. And I thought it uh, did have to be in the rule book of whether that was allowed or not. So sure, maybe they shouldn't have taken the crazy stance that they took there, because they could have just done a tryout. Well, no, exactly, and then she just didn't make the team. Yeah. But see, then I also played on an all-boys team as the only female, so. In what? Hockey. Oh. Well, maybe that's because that's a rich person's game. <laughs> <laughs> Do explain. Well, I mean, you're, so you're a hockey, hockey, you're a hockey player. Yeah, I mean, you're a hockey player, so let me dumb this down for you. There we um, go. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's the expense, and it's the ability to get somewhere to play at 4 a.m. in the morning. I mean, I, the rink's in my backyard, so I don't really get what you're saying. I you mean, owned a hockey have, rink? People don't have rinks. I mean, people have tennis courts. It's the same thing, right? That's what we're talking about. That's right? all rich people's games. It's true. And polo, but that's on Sundays. Anyway. <laughs> Is that why you're so tired and drunk? Yeah. Polo. Hell of a game. Water polo? That's for my own enjoyment, but I sit in the stands. I don't know what you ladies do. Yeah. So the coach obviously is like, no, men are better than women. Her boyfriend doesn't back her up. So she dumps him right there on the spot. And the women storm off and decide to not go any further with this issue. Even though Title IX is clearly enacted, which they do not touch upon. Anyway, so I have a question for you as as the go-to soccer liaison. Um, So I've heard of FIFA and how they're an evil organization. (laughs) And so is there a female equivalent to that? I believe it's all under FIFA. 
Okay. No matter what. So is this kind of like the WNBA? Like, we'll see highlights, but you never actually watch a game on TV? Like, is that how that works? No, I watch women's soccer. Where? On TV. So you're saying NBC Sports covers this? Yeah. I mean... When? I've never seen this on. They don't cover the leagues as much, but ESPN Mm -hmm. does. No, there are definitely ones that cover the leagues, but the big ones are obviously like USA versus so-and-so. Like those games are huge. Like I watch the entire Women's World Cup every four years. Yeah, but is this like ESPN four, like the Ocho, where you see like Dodge <laughs> that bomb, be, like that'd be eight balls of fury, right? Yeah, so yeah. you're messing up your joke. <laughs> those things, right? No, it's one of those. No, all of the women's World Cup stuff is on the bigger channels because they actually get a wide, wide audience. Hmm. Because the women play very good soccer. I'll agree with you. The, I enjoy watching women's soccer in the Olympics. I think mean, that's always entertaining for me. Yeah, I mean the women's World Cup is the same thing, right? And it's always nice that Team USA is so fucking good, too. They're hot. There are a lot of very hot and talented women. It's right up there with the, the USA's um, volleyball team. kind of fun to watch, yeah. too. But you yeah. know what, Kelly? For me to say there are many, many hot, talented women, I say that like every day. So it's just people are like, Ian, stop talking about how hot and talented women are. Like, we get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're not going to give me anything on that? I, I, no. Oh, Kelly. So Amanda Bynes is mm. the only, or Viola. Let's just call her Vi, right? Isn't that what Thank everyone calls her? Viola sounds like a venereal disease. So Vi has a mom who wants her to be in this debutante pageant. Right, because she's at the age where you go through that, even though you go through that when you're 16 and not apparently a senior in high school. Is that what they're supposed to be? They look I like, I mean. No, I think they're supposed to be freshmen or sophomores or something. Could be wrong. I don't know. I, I don't think it was ever even, oh, no. When she transfers to Illyria, when she shows up to the dorm, they're like, freshman dorms are down there, but they also were making fun of her height, so... Yeah, I... I don't know. Whatever it's they're all in their 20s, so you're kind of like, I have no idea what grade you're pretending to be in. Right, that's why I thought it was college. So whatever (laughs) it happens to be, her mom wants her to do this debutante ball. Her parents are divorced, so that's the setup for making sure that they can get away with being at each other's houses with them not knowing. Yeah, because mom and dad don't talk to each other, apparently. So I tell mom I'm staying with dad. I tell dad I'm staying with mom. You can go to Europe. And that's exactly what Sebastian does. Sebastian goes ahead and wants to play music. He goes off to London to play with his band, which is ridiculously weird. But let's not forget they're rich. So obviously. Something as an 18 year old, I'm going to go to a different country. So you already have a passport. So you have the money to fly to this country. And stay for two weeks. Two weeks. So Vi now has to call Illyria, which is where Sebastian has to go because he got kicked out of Cornwall. Right. So she decides instead that the only way for her to play soccer is to pretend to be Sebastian at Illyria to be able to play against Cornwall in the big game because apparently they're huge rivals. And this is the biggest game of the season, which happens to be the first game. So somehow she has to walk on to the Illyria soccer team at a preppy high school, make the team, and then in two weeks play against Cornwall. In right, the make varsity game. pretty much is what it is. Yeah. So right there, obviously everything's going to work out. Duh. I've done it so many times. Four high schools, right? Three or four high schools? Yeah. Yeah, every I mean, time. you see the letter jackets that are behind him right now. It's very impressive, actually. I love living out my old high school fantasies. It's so great to talk to old friends and reminisce and just be like, guys, remember how great high school was? 
Oh my God, 15 years ago, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't like I was getting beaten up every single day. Nothing like that. I don't see that at all, actually. We've talked about it on the show. Yes. It's not even worth going into this anymore. This is reminiscing. It's what it is. Hmm. Just like I love to do with high school. So with each one of those schools, I would always dress as a woman and join the team. I'd like to see that, actually. (laughs) (laughs) I'm now way more invested in this movie. Um, Yeah, let's let's see where this goes. Cool. So I don't even know how much of the dynamics that we need to even go into for this movie. Because if we start explaining every scene, it's going to get ridiculous. No, and the thing is, is that they do all the jokes you're expecting them to do that they've done in every other Freaky Friday body switching kind of movie with a gender role change. I don't know if it's laziness or they were thinking that it was funny, but every single scene when Viola is trying to be Sebastian, she can't do the voice. Like she goes gruff for a second and then just goes right back into her girl voice. So when Channing Tatum like freaks out on her later on when she's pretending to be who she is. Yeah. He's like, never do that voice again. I'm like, dude, she's been doing the voice the whole entire movie. Kelly, could you please do an impression? Of a female voice? Yeah. Because I can't. This is how I normally sound. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just manly like that. I don't know how to... hmm. I have no idea. Oh, you're the worst. You could have easily played with that and you didn't. Like how? Pretending. That's what an imitation is. So do you want me to do the dude or you want me to do the girl? Both. Oh, no. All right, all right, all right. Oh, people are so disappointed in you. <laughs> Sorry, people. I thought um, we were yeah, going to get... I don't. I don't. I can't. I don't. Um, I don't. There's no... I don't do flirting. That sounds like your Saturday night right there. All but, right, all right, all right. But I'm... Um, ch- yeah. I was hoping I would get something no, out of that. No, but no, no, no. Huge, huge sinkhole there. I can't. Nope, can't. I'm writing that. Just keep digging away. Mm-hmm. This was that improv thing I was talking about, the back and this forth? This is not improv. You're mm-hmm. asking me to do a, um impersonation. If that you I asked can't. me to do that, I could have done it. I've heard you do it. Hey. Hey. What up? Absolutely. Center forward. You know it, bro. So uh, you play the beautiful game, bro? Brothers? Brethren? Put on the wig and the whole shebang. That's what I'm... The only thing possible that you could say that looks similar between Vi and Sebastian was the hair. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing. Otherwise, she looks like a girl just with a shorter haircut and right. sideburns. Yeah, she holds herself like a girl. She, yeah, she still walks like a girl. Like, she tried to do the swag walk, which slightly pimp-walking wasn't good. Dudes don't walk like that. Yeah, I mean, I use a cane, but... Yeah. They film those people not suspecting that she would actually be doing that into like Vancouver. Well, that's why no one got punched in the face or anything because they were in fucking Canada. True. That's what they were doing. So when they were imitating people walking down the street, that was real. I give them credit for that. Sure. But it's Canadians. Do that in like well, Van Nuys. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you get shot. Like, good luck with that. Southie. Do it in Southie. See what happens. Very true. When you brought up shoulders, I'm just like, people, you can't be that ridiculous that you can't tell. Like, later on, I'm not even talking about the beginning, because, yeah, sure, you don't know this person. That's the whole thing. Sebastian hadn't started school there yet. It was a new year. He just got kicked out, so they don't know. But when he does show up and they have that day or whatever where Sebastian actually literally takes the place of Viola, he's a guy. Clearly a dude. Yeah, there's no Clearly a dude. Yeah, there's no way that her back look anything like his back. Like it's just right. it's yeah. not true. No, no, no. And okay, so 
fun fact, as someone Ooh. who's gone through gender training, um, yeah, they did a horrible job at trying to teach her to look like a dude. You should probably explain that for people. I would love to explain that. So as a past entertainment role, I have done both men and women. She said it. For Disney she World. Said it. But mostly thanks to my height, I am 6'1". Um, I'm utilized in male roles. So they teach you, they spend three days teaching you how to walk and stand and shake a hand like a man and all that kind of stuff. Walk it's a like posture a thing. man, talk Pretty like much. a man. It's it. They say pretend there's a pole that you have to straddle when you walk. And that's how that comes off. I get it. See, I, for me, it's like a tripod. So There you go. So yeah, so they did a crap job. Disney did better gender training than uh, DreamWorks did for this movie. But we all knew that wasn't the point of the movie. True. The point of the movie, yeah, was to show that women can do whatever they want to by pretending to be men. And then also, once you do that and you break someone's trust in you from the beginning, you can still like get together with them at the end. But that's just a male flaw because pretty much you screwed me over, but I'll still want to do you is how that worked out. She looked very good in that red dress. The red dress, yeah, they, somehow they found tits on her and stuck them up. The kissing booth one was good. Um, By the way, yeah, you want to go into that? that not venereal all over that? I can't believe that they do that anymore. I can't believe that in 2006 but they still did that. Kissing booths are not on the lips. They're not? No. What kissing booth have I been going to? Uh, his name's Jerry, and he's very happy that you keep coming by. Is that why that hole is cut in the bathroom stall? Because <laughs> a hole is a hole. <laughs> That's how that rolls. I did not know that kissing booths weren't. I, look, I've never been to a no. carnival, so how would I know? Ah, no carnies. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. Well, not yes. like that, and it wasn't like making out, which is how those tend to be. Well, look, we knew that, of course, when Channing Tatum, Duke, gets together with her for that first time, of course, there's going to be fireworks. Like, yeah, I'm going to slip tongue to that. Yeah. But if you notice when Olivia was getting kissed by the dork guy before, it was just, you know, locked lips. Right. He just stayed there for a long time. I did like the joke that, dude, I mean, it's not like she hasn't just kissed 350 other people first, but, you know, whatever. It's your first time. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, he's like, you don't have to flirt with her. You already paid. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Which is a good fucking line from a little kid. <laughs> but also, that whole scene really didn't make any sense because why would Vi have to pretend to be Sebastian at that time since he never or she never showed up as Sebastian to the mother anyways? But yet, remember when she changed into Sebastian for no reason whatsoever yeah. and then went into the ball pit or the, sorry, not the ball pit, the bouncy castle? Bounce house, yeah. And changed, I like bouncy castle, and changed back into Vi and then came out. I was like, what the fuck? Why did you do go through all those changes? Because it's funnier if you hit at least three different changes in the scenario. You know what? It's comedy. You're absolutely right. And um, if only you had a birthday, we could get you a bouncy castle. Mm, sad day. I've always loved bouncy castles. So it just it could be flag day. We're getting you in a bouncy castle. You will find true love on flag day. <laughs> it's still one of my favorite Simpsons quotes. Yeah, I mean, the point of this movie is dress up like a dude and you can get away with whatever you want and then change back. And because dudes want to do you, you can still get away with whatever you want. All the women in this movie were quote unquote doable, except for maybe Eunice. But even then, they made her so ridiculously nerdy. Oh, no, no. And she's probably a freak in the sheets. That's usually how that works out. Well, that's why that guy wanted to get with her so bad. 
So are we going to get down to I'll show you mine if you show me yours? Because that was a fun thing. We'll get there, but let's just run through really quick. All right. Just the basics. So obviously, Vi doesn't do well in the men's training thing. I'm sure people will get pissed at me for saying obviously. But she was totally outmatched against all of those guys. Everybody looked like they had 50 pounds on her anyway. So add on that she's not a good soccer player already. Right. So she gets second string. It turns out that Duke somehow is not good at talking to girls. I've run into those before. It's shocking. I am a very good talker after intros are done. Uh Uh-huh. So Kelly was making some weird faces there. I don't know why that would be the case. You'd think that he's shy because he's very tall and quiet. I am very shy, but when I get to talk, that's when I'm fine. But I'm not good with intros. No, 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 no. no. You you get a lot of, "Mm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's called That's me talking. being a fucking great listener. And all women want to listen. <laughs> How was your day, honey? No, that's not true. We want doers. That's not true. You just want me to sit there <gasps> and say, oh, no, no, she sounds like a terrible person. You're absolutely right. Wait, who are we talking about? I don't know why your coworkers would try and stab you in the back. You're absolutely right. It's because all women are backstabbing <laughs> bitches. Kelly, you're absolutely right. Tell me more. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to, but I'm going to need you to take your shirt off first. So I have something to keep me entertained while I talk to you. Because this isn't a conversation. I am not a piece of meat. I am not a piece of meat. true. (laughs) You're a male piece of meat. There's a Disney. I'm sorry. Space you guys out. There's differences. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You are so sexist. Yep. I'm just glad you're the worst one on the show tonight. I know. But it's been that way for a while, so... ever been painted in a bad light on I'm the show. one I'm the Can't one who gets the fucking death threats and stuff. What? Yes. Uh, I know. It's fun. You said magical. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's right fun. up there. Anyway. So yeah, you can find me at nerdy girl Ivy. <laughs> Bring it on. I will gladly have any type of conversation you want. Yes. You'll talk at Kelly and she'll go, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then delete you, block you probably. So that's fine. That's no fun. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Duke isn't good at talking to girls, which is what we started with. He's got two friends with him that are also on the soccer team, and they're not particularly good at talking to women either. Yeah, no teenage boy is good to talk to other teenage girls. Teenagers in general are bad communications. That's why they just use emojis now, right? But they still hook up. I mean, and this was 2006, so people weren't doing like nude pictures and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, flip phones. Yeah, because pixelated phones. always helps too. Can't mm. be traceable. Mm. But by the way, because Vi is trying to act like what she thinks a guy is, she has a terrible personality. And it's no (laughs) one you would ever want to hang out with. No. Like at all. So I didn't feel bad when people were like, like, we don't want to talk to you. Because that's how Duke and his friends are. Because it turns out that also Duke is her roommate. Right. And he wants like nothing to do with her. So she has to put on this macho act all the time, thinking that's what every guy is like. But it turns out that Duke is more along the sensitive type. Mm-hmm. That's what that was. Sen- sensitive. Sensitive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they set up one scene where Vi's gay friend who like makes her wig for her and everything. Him and the two girls we mentioned before, Amanda Crew and Jessica Lucas. Mm-hmm. Jessica right. Lucas come in and pretend to be exes and still the way amanda Bynes plays it off is like the worst way possible such a douchebag right yeah but what they also show incorrectly then is that duke and his friends are like oh this is the coolest guy now he can hang out with us but he was even more douchey there and i'm saying he because that's who vi's supposed to be it's supposed to be sebastian 
that's a guy that I wouldn't want to hang out with either. But they're like, whoa, maybe this person can teach me how to talk to girls, whatever. There's also Sebastian's not yet ex who he hasn't broken up with yet but is going to. So she's also chasing after him because he didn't tell her that he's going to London. And she's a psycho. Like, there's really no... And she's, like, one of those shitty... Like, she's a psycho. Yeah, she thinks way too highly of herself. Oh, yeah. Yeah, not a good person. No. So Duke has a crush on the quote-unquote hottest girl in the school. Her name's Olivia. And they're not right for each other, but she's hot, and he's got a high school crush on her. Mm -hmm. So he keeps on trying to get Vi at Sebastian to talk to her for him, but... Olivia falls for Amanda Bynes by Sebastian, whatever you want to call her, him at this time, because he's not showing any interest in her. And she's literally like <laughs> never had that happen before. Right. So now you're fascinating. So question. So do teenage boys actually have crushes or is that just I want to fuck that? No, I totally fell in love multiple times in high school. Yeah, you're a bad example. True feelings. Yeah. I literally wrote a poem once to a girl. I have a bro on here. Really? Oh, hmm. I won a poetry contest when I was younger, so. Yeah, we've all been published. Oh, hey I'm more dark and twisty. Cutting out letters from magazines and putting them together and sending them off to people, Kelly, does not mean you're Art. published. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, I think it totally happens. Huh, weird. But I am different than most, so. Yeah, you have feelings. Um, it's weird. Yeah. I wish I didn't. Don't we all? <laughs> all right, so you can relate to this character in that regard. But you were a big uh, taco to the ladies back in the day? No, everyone hated me. I had crazy hair and went to concerts every night and played varsity sports. Okay, so everything held up true until you said varsity sports. I know. That's where I will always be different from people. I listened to and still listen to heavy metal and hardcore and post-hardcore and all those types of musics, do my hair crazy, wear hoodies all the time, and I play sports. I'm not afraid to be different. Aww. That's right. Don't look up to me, though, because I hate myself. So don't. <laughs> if there are any high school kids oh, listening to me right now. almost a poster and then. But I will tell you, pretty much I regret most of my life. But one of the main things that I regret in my life is that I didn't pull a new guy every single time I went to a different school. A new guy? Yes. I would like to do that movie at some point because I think I can really, really put old school stories into it. Remember the new guy? No. It's that movie where it's like DJ Quails or DJ Qualls or whatever. Zoe Deschanel's in the movie. Elijah Dusku's in the movie. And wow. basically what it is is he's always, always picked on at this high school. And he ends up leaving the high school and going to their rival high school. It's actually kind of similar in this way mm. because it's a football game instead of a soccer game. But he doesn't play right. any sports. But when he shows up, he shows up the way he wants to be, which is this badass, like, take no shit kind of guy. And that's the advice that I have for every single person who transfers schools is you can be whoever you want. Oh, yeah. But people don't like no parent tells a kid that. Like, yeah, my parents were not like, oh, remember when you got beat up in all these schools? Like, you're going to a new one. You could be anyone you want. So mm. that would definitely be my suggestion to anyone who's doing that. Obviously, within the law. But in general, you could right. have whatever personality you want to be in that new school because no one knows you. Maybe it's a little bit harder now with social media. Facebook, yeah, yeah, But you can be smart about that from the beginning. True. 
So, anyways, side story. I think we should do that movie, though, because I can tell a lot of old school, high school, middle school stories. I think people, I mean, they're depressing as fuck. I can make them funny. And I think people Jesus. would really enjoy them. Uh, yeah, I, I don't have a whole lot of anything in that regard because my mom from a very, very early age taught me that it's okay to assault people who talk back to you and they were stupid enough to say stuff to you within your <laughs> arm's reach. And she was fine with this. My and parents being still got mad. Six one since I was 13. People didn't, they kind of learned fairly quickly that if you're going to talk shit, you need to be out of the reach of either my golf club <laughs> or hockey stick. Well, first of all, were you carrying around both those items all the time with you? Getting back to this movie. (laughs) (laughs) So we just want to set up really quick that Mm -hmm. Olivia also basically has a preppy stalker. That's a nice way to put it. Yeah. He has a tarantula and he has all these pictures. He has a pillow made out of her face. She wants nothing to do with him, but he's always around her. So obviously Duke hates him. No, no, he's he's the um, Ted Bundy esque. Like you, you look like you shouldn't be this, but you're actually a psycho. He could probably just be a weird jock guy and probably get lots of girls. Right. But instead, he's this person. And maybe one of the small jokes that I laughed at was when he lost his weird tarantula and he goes up to Olivia and he's like, "Hey, I lost whatever the fucking name is. If you see it." Make sure you don't feed it because it has an irritable bowel. And she's like, yeah, because the first thing I would do <laughs> would be Oh feed my god, it. are you hungry? Come here. Lovey. Duke helps Vi. Vi helps Duke. There's a little bit of a, a love square, I guess. Octagon? Techni- yeah, Jesus, whatever. there's like 12 people involved here. Well, the main ones involved, at least. Right. It's a little bit different because Duke actually kind of falls for Vi when... She's being herself at the kissing booth and everything. So obviously when Vi's pretending to be Sebastian, she wants him to call her to go out with him because she's learned all these sensitive things about him. Plus he's good at soccer. Plus he's hot. I think my new pickup line is be like, do you like Gouda? Yes, that was great. I don't know. I don't know why she would have said cheese, but I guess that was supposed to be funny. Uh, Yeah, sure. All right. So then Olivia, though, wants Sebastian. So she decides, because she knows that Duke likes her, to use Duke. And that well, makes Vi to her. by some weird right. friend or something. Side like that, character. Who we see once. Right. So then, obviously, Vi gets mad. And then it turns out that both Olivia and Vi are both in the debutante thing that her mother's doing. And yet, there's constantly fights. We didn't even talk about how... When Vi was at the carnival, her ex-douchebag boyfriend started a fight with Duke. He punched him. What I love is it's always great when you punch someone and they literally have no reaction to it. So you're saying this happens a lot to you. Is that what you're saying? Well, it's especially in movies. If someone square punches you in the jaw and you just look at them and then you start fighting, that means that person who punched is a pussy. Right. You can't then later on in the movie be like, remember when I hit you in the jaw? Can't wait to do that again. Well, it didn't have any effect last time. Right. So what does it matter if you do it again? I'd also like to point out, I think it's interesting that Olivia apparently had some sort of conundrum in the fact that this supposed friend suggested she do this, acting like she had never done it before, and then did an amazing job at it. That is true. Mm. She. <laughs> Because every guy, job. yeah, every guy in the school has always been after her, so she never had to work for anything. But yes, all of a sudden she just turns on the flirt, has Woo. no problem whatsoever. Woo. Yes, I mean, porn star. They were terrible at the dinner that they were having. I guess you can say that. True. 
Which I wanted that scene to play out more, and yes. it didn't. Yeah, they could have gone a little bit longer with that. Yeah. Because you probably could have got a lot more with Eunice being very awkward. Like, I wanted, like, inappropriate under the table kind of stuff. Like, I wanted that kind of thing. Yeah. You always want that, though. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> so at the debutante thingy, Vi has this heart-to-heart with Olivia, even though they really only technically met for a second at the kissing booth. But obviously... Vi knows her from being Sebastian, so they play it off a little bit more. And Olivia wants to know, like, what she should do with Sebastian. Instead, and I still don't know why Vi didn't say, well, I am Sebastian's sister. Right. So you can let me handle something. She doesn't do that. And then that other chick who was dating Sebastian is in the bathroom, too, and then they have a whole brawl. Let me put on my girl hat here. See, all of our secrets come out in the bathroom, and that's when we have, like, our communication, and we just open up to perfect strangers that we don't really know Uh. about all our teenage issues (laughs) still i do love that women's bathrooms apparently have couches and things to sit on they do actually i always loved whoever once again i'm blanking on comedians names but whatever comedian said they're never jealous that a woman's room has a couch or a place to sit because if there was one in a men's room would you ever sit on it yeah yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh fainting couches and you're usually looking at turn of the century buildings and they're still in there brawls brawls all over the place yeah, and really no one comes out on top, but apparently uh, Vi is always in these things, but yet never gets kicked out of whatever club. Right. First off, the stalker guy, because he knows Olivia likes Sebastian, he's on to Vi being Sebastian, thinking that it's actually a girl. Right. And he's right. So he right. gets David Cross, the headmaster, to follow along because he also hears and he's had weird conversations. Like he sees when Vi is playing with the wig. Right. And then he has a heart-to-heart because right. David Cross is bald, so they had a nice little back and forth. And then Sebastian comes home a day early. So he shows up at Illyria not knowing what Vi is doing. Like, I'm also not sure why Vi didn't call him at some point and say, hey, I'm doing this, so maybe you should tell me when you're actually going to be here, and then we can talk things over. Right. She does not why, do I that. mean, because he's got no horse in the game, so why would you not let him in? And Because he doesn't give a shit you're covering for him anyway. Right. So Sebastian, on his way back from London, calls the crazy girl and says that they need to talk, which is the I'm going to break up with you talk. Mm-hmm. And he makes it pretty clear on that message that that's what it is. But so when crazy girl gets home and hears the message, she's like, well, then I definitely wasn't broken up with him because that wasn't actually him. Now we're still together. So now I know that Vi has been pretending to be him. Which I don't understand. I mean, she never really got close enough to see that it was her, but it's I the can only tell when like... Well, they set it up, remember? They set up at the beginning of the movie when Vi is wearing a hoodie and she comes running up and thinks that it's Sebastian, which is also ridiculous because that means that the girlfriend who's probably had sex with him is thinking that this small, petite girl looks like her boyfriend. Like, it's not a good casting is probably the best way to put this. And it's a movie, so we're suspending our disbelief Mm, because not supposed to be a good movie either. Right. 43% of Rotten Tomatoes basically means one like half the people like it basically but that's critics overall um audience was 70 something it's a cult movie you keep saying that it really is it is cool but so sebastian comes back a day early and we didn't set this up before but at one point olivia takes something from vi's bag who's pretending to be sebastian at the time and it's like a lyric page because Mm. sebastian's a musician he went over to play with the band. Makes sense. See, everything's tied together. Oh. And she really liked his lyrics. So she remembered one of them. So when Sebastian returns, 
because of her conversation with Vi, she's decided to go for it with Sebastian. So she just runs up to him. She happens to be at the exact place that Sebastian shows up in the taxi, runs down to him, makes out with him, and then pulls him in close and in his ear, whispers one of the lyrics to his songs, and then runs away. So never, I guess, directly looks at him in the face or realizes that that's a man who she's touching. That you're touching. And also a little bit of an ego in her because I believe she even described her plan where it would be the most passionate kiss, blah, 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 to the point where other people would feel it. Something along those lines. If I'm not mistaken, it's something like, I will passionately kiss him so hard that even his enemies will feel good. And that's a fucking good line. Wow. That's a damn good line. But it was said in an awkward moment to his sister. Yeah. So, of course, Duke was riding around his motorcycle and he sees this. And from that far away, he's able to tell that that's definitely Sebastian. So now he's super pissed. And by the way, because of the training that he was doing with Vi, she actually did make first string. Right. Vi gets back as Sebastian before Sebastian is able to make it to his room. Which would have been awkward and great. Well, it would have solved everything right away, and then they would have never had any of these issues. Instead, Vi, as Sebastian, shows up in her room with Duke. Duke goes crazy on her because he saw Olivia kiss him, which wasn't really him. They have a fight. She's like, Olivia doesn't care for you. Vi cares for you. All that bullshit. Duke kicks her out of the room. Right. Then he goes and stays, or she goes and stays with Eunice. Now, I want to know, because apparently the real Sebastian actually shows up in the room and sleeps in the room. And how does Tatum not kick his ass when he comes back? Because I think he was asleep when Sebastian came back. I think that was the whole thing. Yeah, he came in pretty late. Okay. So when he wakes up, instead of noticing that that is certainly definitely not the guy that was there before, Duke just like pissed and like walks out for the soccer game. Now, Eunice is watching Vi sleep and doesn't set the alarm. Like you do. Of course. So now Vi is late, which means the two buddies before bring in Sebastian, the actual Sebastian, to now play soccer. And for some reason, Sebastian never says, goes along with it. Yeah. He, he never goes, I don't play soccer. I've never played soccer. How am I on the team? Right. And then they you know, paint the faces and all that. And I think maybe that's supposed to make it harder for people to tell if that's actually Sebastian or not. I don't know. Um, One thing that shocked me, now I'm not super familiar, but soccer has cheerleaders? No. Uh, (laughs) Certain teams do, which is a weird, it's an um... American thing. Yeah. And very, very scantily clad cheerleaders at that. What's the NFL's rival? The XFL? Yes. This is those cheerleaders. Look. I also have to admit, Kelly, there's no way that they were ever rivals, and I don't know how you even made me say that, and that was correct. Because yeah. <laughs> that answer was the joke answer. Because my mind was like, what's the what's what's the one where they have the kiss team? What was that called? Gotcha. Yeah. Yes. Yep. <laughs> so now, obviously, Vi overslept. Sebastian is now on the team, and no one seems to notice that this person has a completely different body type. They come out for the big match where the whole stands are packed full of people. It's the big Cornwall game. And I just got a question for you, Kelly. Mm. Who's going to bring this blood and pain? 
So wait, wait, this is what the armadillos against. What was the other one? Yeah, I don't, I don't even remember. It's to be bad. Quite They're not good mascots either. No, but I've also never had any sports team try and pump people up like that. And then also, whoa, Sebastian whoa, whoa. knew everything. No, no, you're saying that the football clubs that uh, you watch have no songs or chants or anything. They don't have a huddle where people have a give and take with what you're supposed that to say. That is rugby. Rugby does do that though. Interesting. Well, look. I love Remember the Titans when it's left side, strong side, left side, strong side, and then, you know, all the crap that goes along with that. That's fucking awesome. See, my mind always, every time people say Remember the Titans, my mind just goes to Varsity Blues. Like, that's the only football movie I have room for, apparently, so. You should definitely watch Remember the Titans. I cry multiple times in that show. Wow. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And I said show, but I meant movie. Right. But anyways. The big big match. match. And obviously, Sebastian is doing terribly. Just doing awful. Another question. Um, so you're saying that this person can fit into his sister's clothes because clearly that uniform should not fit him at all. Well, remember, she's taping down her breasts and then wearing like multiple layers of clothes, apparently. That's what they're saying to smooth everything out. So, so that's as a actually normal male. Why did you still put on the long sleeve with the because you just no, don't know how to wear the long sleeves? Uniform? The long sleeves were normal no no i'm actually not even going to play that off i think that's fine what they did there all right yeah to be quite honest because there's no way that she had small small stuff because they'd be like like this well, is no, no, girl no. i'm not talking like a female's uniform but she would still i'm assuming with her body structure especially yeah. her shoulders she could get rid of easily get into a medium male's outfit versus like everyone else on that team is in a large or extra large those are huge dudes but that's what she was trying to do so she had padding okay <laughs> I'm sorry I had to explain the intricacies of Shut this. Shut up. I'm being nitpicky. Yes. Is what I'm being. So then, during the match, David Cross comes out and just stops it. He's got a megaphone. He's got the crazy ex-girlfriend. He's got the stalker. And they just interrupt this huge game that's being broadcast, I think, too. And just walk onto the pitch and start talking about Sebastian actually being a girl. And at this point... All kinds of illegal. Yeah. Sebastian's like, but I'm a boy. No, trust me. And now this was the part that was even crazier than previous parts. Awesome. Yes. How do you prove that you're a guy? You whip it out. You don't do any, you don't <laughs> lift up your shirt and show that you don't have tits. Tits. No. Right. Which would make more sense. Right. But okay. Instead, Sebastian is pretty proud of his penis, I guess. So Maybe he did some manscaping when he was in London. He just pulls down the pants and shows everyone. Yeah. And so now, obviously, everyone's like, well, that's crazy. Let's, I guess, have the game start again. (laughs) Now that we've all proved our genders, can we continue with the match? (laughs) Well, that's what Vinny Jones was saying. He's like, now that we've proven that this boy is a boy. I I don't know why I was doing a southern accent for an English accent. (laughs) I I think I was doing, what's that rooster's name? Foghorn Leghorn. Yes. That's more what I was doing. (laughs) It makes no sense. So he gets benched, though, afterwards. And then now it's halftime. So at halftime, now Vi's been watching from underneath a weird piece of structure, because not the bleachers, but the whole time she's also yelling to Sebastian to come to her. Sebastian can't see her, nor can he hear her. Right, because that would cause all kinds of other, if he can hear her, everyone else can hear her. But then as the team is leaving into the locker room for halftime, she pulls Sebastian in. He's like... What the fuck is going on? And probably the only funny part on that was when he starts like petting her sideburns. And he's like, you grow sideburns now? And she's like, oh, yeah, I definitely what? And just like slaps in the face. Of course, I don't. (laughs) So second half, no one seems to notice 
that Sebastian is not in the locker room for an entire right. halftime, which is when right. you talk about what you're going to do in the match. And so, where you would get chewed out. So then as they come out, she just joins back in. And now no one notices this is definitely not the same person. Right? She talks to the coach. The coach is like, you suck. I'm not putting you in. She goes, I'm changed. You get it? And he goes, okay, get in there. And now she does a little bit better, but still looks awkward as fuck playing uh, in that game. Yeah. It was nil-nil going into the half. Second half, Channing Tatum somehow from like 20 yards flips the ball up multiple times while he's covered by like two people and does a bicycle kick and scores. For the novices out here, what's a bicycle kick, Ian? Well, I don't think it's prudent to try and explain it here on a medium where we don't have visuals. Would you say that his feet stayed on the ground or would you say he inverted his body? Like I'm trying to visualize this and why is it called a bicycle kick? I say you Google bicycle kicks. Why are you being an ass about this? I don't know. To touch on damn <laughs> soccer skills. Fine. That's Be why. that way. That's I don't why. care. <laughs> Whatever. But now Duke is ball hogging and won't pass to an open Vi. The ball gets taken away. No one plays any defense. They come back and they score. So now it's Cornwall 1, Illyria 1. His friends and everyone's going up to Duke saying, why didn't you pass it to Sebastian? He was wide open. You're going to cost us a game, blah, blah. Right. They get into a shoving match, Vi and Duke, because he still thinks Sebastian kissed Olivia. And that's true, but not the way it actually happened. So they keep on fighting. The refs get involved. Everyone gets involved. And finally, she's had enough. (gasps) So she goes, Duke... I didn't kiss Olivia. Here's I'm actually Vi, you know, and then they have this weird play off of each other where she's like, I kissed you. And he's like, no, you didn't like all this gay stuff, I guess, that he was worried that everyone was going to think, I guess. Right. Yeah. It didn't really make sense in the context that they were going, that that would be something that he was like totally against. I don't know. It just seemed very strange because she's talking in the girl voice, too. Yeah, but she's been talking in the whole time. So it could, it could just be a dude with an effeminate voice. And the first thing she says is, I love you. And of course, everybody's like, well, that's also true. Yeah, Whoa. I, <laughs> I forgot about that. Whoa. Good, good, point. Hello. good point. So that puts them on edge. So now he's like, no, I didn't kiss you, blah, blah. She starts taking off the stuff. And now keep in mind, by the way. What happened in the first half with real Sebastian was in front of a whole shit ton of people. And no one seemed to care. There weren't anyone chanting. There was no nothing. People not walking out. No nothing. Now, again, no one in the crowd is going, this is not how you play soccer. Right. What is going on here? This makes no right. sense whatsoever. It's like it happens on a regular basis for them. Somebody always declares their love on the field eventually. I think that's how well, that... And also is revealed to be a woman. Well, revealed to be a man first by nudity and then revealed to be a woman by nudity as well, which is what she yeah. does. No, exactly. Because, I mean, it's it's after the coin flip, right? I mean, I haven't watched soccer in a while, but that's how this goes, right? It's the coin flip and then, you yeah. know, show, show your balls, all the good stuff. And then and then after, there, there's tatas. tatas. Yeah, I do it all the time. Why so is yes, that not broadcast? After she, anyway. has, after she has, you know, her wig taken off and she shows all of her hair and she's all the way by, they're still it's like, well, girl. how are you a girl? And she just pulls up her shirt and shows her breasts. Now, once again, obviously, the PG-13 movie, we don't see any of this. True. I was also like, well, why didn't you pull down the pants? <laughs> like that, right? That would have been funnier. Stick with tradition. We just showed this before. Anyone can have tits. True. Now they believe everything, and the coach from Cornwall comes over, and the goalkeeper is like, Vi, I can't believe this, blah, blah. The coach is like, well, you guys have to forfeit because you have a girl on your team, and Vinnie Jones rips up the playbook. 
he's putting his pointer finger into the coat as he's doing it. And mm-hmm. he's like, we don't discriminate at Illyria based on gender. <laughs> it's like they do discriminate against poor people and who knows, right, right, maybe right. racial things. Right, right. Who knows? Not, a, not for gender. So apparently they're just like, oh, hey, we're going to play on here. And now Duke is still a little wary, but, and I don't know why this speech actually works because I can't even imagine anyone saying that to you before a match. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. So Duke then says, it's just like what Coach says before every game. Be not afraid of greatness. Some are born great, some achieve greatness, and some have greatness thrust upon them. I think our best chance to be great here today is to have you play. Okay. Yep, and apparently it gets all the team to clap, and everyone's like, thumbs up, they're all ready to go, this is going to be great. And the other team's laughing, of course, you know, the ex-boyfriend is like, I'm a goalkeeper and you're not going to score on me. They're playing the game, you know, she's passing, you know, they're actually having some teamwork and whatnot, and she terribly dribbles around some people, and then in the box, apparently, got taken down, and the guy got a straight red card. It looked like the cleanest tackle I've ever seen in my life. Well, it's a girl and you have to be gentle. I mean, he did take her out, but way ball first, not studs up, on the ground. No, no, yeah. I think what also I, I really don't like the fact is that she revealed herself before winning. The, like, I hate that. I hate the fact that she revealed herself before they win the game, which you know is going to happen anyway. Because that even puts more... Like, you didn't prove yourself. Because now that they know that you're all female, whether they're going to play the same or not, you'll never know. You know what? That is a very good point. I do agree with that. that. It would have been much better if she had won the game as Sebastian. And then revealed. Yes. Because then it'd be like, I actually played you like a boy. You played me like a boy. And I still kicked your ass. Yes. That would have been way more an achievement. But I think that's why they had the strong, quote unquote, strong tackle to show that they weren't treating her like a girl. But they didn't. What you just said. I know. I think that's just bad filming. Like, they don't know soccer. Like, I'm surprised Vinnie Jones didn't tell him, like, that's a terrible way. It should just be something really blatant. Right. That shows that they don't care that she's a girl. They're still going to hurt her. Like, something like that. But anyways, that wasn't also the point of this movie. So. Well, kind of is. Because the whole point is to prove that she's good enough to be on the boys team, which means she needs to be able to play with the boys. She definitely wasn't good enough to be on the boys team. Well, duh. So, straight red card. Guys off the pitch. But it turns out that even though the announcer is like, it all comes down to the penalty kick, it didn't. But we'll get to that in a second. Mm. So she sets up the penalty kick, and now she gets ready to kick, and he's trying to get in her head. He's like, I know you're going over here. I know you're going over there, which is completely fine. That's what goalkeepers do. What I think was terrible was she missed the kick. Not that she missed it goal-wise. If there was no keeper in the net, she would have scored. But no one should ever miss a penalty, and she did. Because the goalkeeper saved it. And he's supposed to be a piece of shit guy, but he's a good soccer player because he stopped a penalty shot. Right. And then somehow, physics-wise, I'm still not sure how this worked, the ball then hit with enough speed to come back to Duke, who then heads it back to her. And then that weird thing that they've been practicing, which wasn't even really what they were practicing, she jumps like eight feet in the air and does a scissor kick and kicks the ball into the net, where, by the way, the goalkeeper almost saves it again. And then the game is over. I think my favorite part of this whole episode is you won't explain a bicycle kick or a scissor kick, but you'll use every single term in soccer while explaining this, assuming that the novice can follow you. Red card, yellow card. No, no, this is not a teaching thing. I'm not going to make them do research to understand your lingo. And also, this, (laughs) this show is not meant to teach soccer rules. 
So you seriously, you need me to go through what a yellow card and a red card are and everything like no, that? No, but I just like that you're being so clinical about it, which is fun for me. I will explain mm. soccer in some other movie. Bend it like Beckham. We're not doing that. <laughs> we'll do the big green. Okay. Let's get back to this. So she wins the match. Everyone's celebrating. Eunice gets together with the guy who liked her from the start, who got made fun of. Right. The parents are pretty much like back together. Sebastian gets Olivia. The only people that don't end up together right away are Duke and Vi. As yeah. a parent, I'm sure it'd be a super proud moment that both my teenage children have flashed the entire crowd at their soccer game. And possibly on TV. One was in Europe for two weeks without telling them, and one was impersonating a guy without telling weeks. them for two weeks. Right. But remember, she did what she wanted, and she proved that she could play soccer as a girl. Yeah, sure. So then it's the night of the debutante ball, mm. and Sebastian drops off a thing of Gouda and an invitation to Duke so that maybe he'll show up for Vi. Olivia is going with Sebastian. Right. So Vi doesn't know if Duke's actually going to show up. She goes out to this little lake area or whatever. And they had some weird scene where she started talking to someone in the shadows and it turns out to be the groundskeeper. I don't know why they did that. Stupid. Yeah, it was very, very dumb. But it turns out that Channing Tatum is a stealthy motherfucker because as that's happening, he just shows up behind her. Yeah, you should see Magic Mike. He can do that. Oh. They have a conversation. He's like, I miss my roommate. You know, all this bullshit. And then completely justifies what she did by saying that if she was a girl when he met her they may never have had those deep conversations that they had and she's like well when you told me those it only made me love you more or whatever Ew. yeah it was gross Ew. you didn't know you liked him until you made out with him at the kissing booth it's true so then so it's okay so it's a debutante ball but what it is is since they're all in white it's their coming out party is what it technically oh, is yeah. and you're coming out to society as a debutante um, don't it's, care it's the sweet 16 equivalent is what it is in, in a higher society <laughs> gotcha everyone does it and apparently everyone but amanda crew and jessica lucas get someone because you've got the ex of vise and the ex of sebastians kind of get together even though they're both terrible people right olivia and sebastian Right. And then as Duke and Vi come out, they're looking down at the crowd and you see there that the parents are back together. Eunice and what's-his-name are together. Right. And then the other friend of Duke's is apparently gay with Paul. Okay. Yeah. It's just... The couple up somehow just make it yeah. work. There's a happy ending for everyone except for Amanda Crew and Jessica Lucas. Wow. But that is how they end the movie right after that. It's this terrible scene of Vi playing soccer with Channing Tatum and him picking her up after I guess he scores or she scores a goal. I don't know. But it was just awful. And that was the end of the movie. Yay. So look, we got some laughs out of it. We went on some amazing tangents. We I'm did. so excited for this episode. We absolutely did. We'll and see. my buzz is now gone. So that's good. Hooray. Yeah. I don't know if I could recommend this movie. No. But it is a good, bad movie. No. Yes, there's enough in there to laugh about. Just the fact that she doesn't keep an accent or the right thing the whole entire time. Sure. I don't think it's a terrible movie. It's a bad movie. But I think there's so many other good, bad movies that I would easily choose over this. Well, sure. But in general, if this was on Netflix or this came on, 
on some random channel. I think it's one you could. You're saying if you on. didn't have to pay for it, is that what you're saying? Yes, if you don't have to pay for this movie, that would probably <laughs> be better. Yes. Oh, okay, good. It used to be on a lot of places. Yep. Like I said, it used to be a cult classic, or okay. still is a cult classic. I no, still is because I even got people who are like, "Seriously, you're doing that?" And I'm like, "You know what this is? What is this?" I'm even worried we didn't cover everything. Right in. Yes, everyone, you can write in if we miss something we were supposed to make fun of. We'll either acknowledge or post it. That's fine with me. So, Kelly, do you have anything to plug? Sure. Um, you can send all your hate mail to at uh, Nerdy Girl Ivy on Facebook or Instagram. Um, if you are following Instagram, there is some traveling coming up, so I'm gonna see what I can do about that. Um, and of course, I'll be pimping out the show like always. So that's always good. And just like always, if you would like to support the show. You can follow the links in the description of this episode. I don't need your hate mail because I get it all the time. <laughs> so, yes, you can go ahead and send it to Nerdy Girl Ivy for sure. Please, bring it on. We're not doing that movie either. Uh, all four of them? Maybe at some point. Who knows? I think that wraps everything up. So, Kelly, do you have any final words for everyone? Chicks shouldn't be cops and firefighters. <laughs> bring it all the way around. At least you are full circle, if anything else. You're a full circle misogynist and sexist. Tie up all the loose strings. And I will leave you the way I always do. Long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone.